0: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: So, the opening ceremony has already happened for the uh, Olympics. And uh, I'm going to watch it tonight in prime time with my kids. But here's something to look forward to: a giant rotating Earth made of drones appeared above the Olympic Stadium opening ceremony as John Lennon's "Imagine" played. Oh, God! Somebody's got to come in and clean I this can't up. Stop vomiting! <laughs> no kidding, the Earth of drones and a uh, John Lennon's stupid, childish. I liked it when I was too too young to know any better song,
0: imagine. It really sick to my stomach, and actually, I threw up yesterday. You know, it's, it's fine as a song, and, and, but just stop taking nah, it so words. seriously. Like, it's some, some
1: heavy statement of they're not playing it because what of the, we're all striving they're for. They're not playing it for the me- music and the melody. They're playing it for the words, and the words are stupid. Unless you're an eighth grade girl or you got kicked in the head by a horse, that song is stupid. And I used to sing along to it all teary-eyed, too, when I was a child right whatever god that's dumb well, and it's just <laughs> so worn out at this point. That's just dumb, too. Oh, it's dumb it's, and trite. And at the Olympics, and especially now, right in Japan, right over there, you got a country that has slaves, that if it can take over the world, it'll have slaves all over the world that released the worst disease on the planet and is lying about it. So stop. Imagine there's no countries. Oh, whatever. Shut up. You child. The strong country will impose the rules, and thank God for now, the strongest country is the United States with Europe's backing, and so the totalitarians can't take over. But that's just, you know, might be temporary.
0: Yeah, yeah, not yet. They can't. It's easy. Speaking of which,
1: if you're an eighth grade girl, well,
0: it's easy to imagine it, but it's useless. It's a useless exercise. So stop it. Imagine there's no countries. There've been countries since before history. Anyway, speaking of China, China and the U.S. are shipping goods to each other at the briskest pace in years. According to Bloomberg, making the world's largest bilateral trade relationship look as if the protracted tariff war and pandemic never happened. 18 months after the Trump administration signed the trade deal, the agreement has turned out to be a truce at best. The U.S. trade deficit has not shrunk. Most levies still in place has not led to negotiations over other economic issues. And yet bilateral trade and goods, those cheap crappy toasters Jack was talking about, uh, is an area of stability in a relationship that is otherwise deteriorating. Witness Hong Kong, Taiwan, human rights, origins of the COVID-19, computer hacking. And many other flash points. So the the uncoupling has not exactly begun. To my disappointment. Yeah. It'll happen. But I don't know when. Yeah, and I don't know under what circumstances.
1: A time is going to come. China's going to. People are either going to catch on or they're going to do something so egregious. A time is going to come where you can't, as a business, be attached to China. You just won't be able to do it.
0: I think that time will come. Tim. Tim Cook of Apple, listening in Silicon Valley. Tim, did you hear that, brother? Uh, speaking of China, and and with uh, what was your, your uh, perception numbers? What do you call it? Your uh, you know uh, the people who have a positive view of China just plunging in the United States. Now, I think it's seventy six percent negative. Uh, those numbers are uh, being echoed around the world, too. So it could well be we're heading towards some sort of decoupling. But, you know, the Chinese are clever bastards, and they will, in the same way that, like, uh, the most obvious case of it is Kim Jong-un, who, like his papa and grandpapa before him, they veer between conciliatory noises and defiant noises, depending on what they need and, and, and where they are in that little cycle. You know, she and the Chinese are not idiots. If they see those uh, those uh, perception numbers continue to be bad, and it starts to affect them, they'll say, "All right, let's go for another round of exploiting the naive, stupid Westerners' desire to be friends." Let's act all friendly for a little while, and and they will they'll they'll shove off the decoupling. I'm sure of it. But I thought this was really interesting. In the dispatch, they they start this article in 2015, September 2015. Barack Obama hosted Xi Jinping for a two-day summit in Washington. The leaders of the world's two largest economies had much to discuss. They go through the list. One of the most pressing pressing issues at the time was cybersecurity. And the pair agreed they would work together to limit the damage done by cyber criminals. And they they have the big, uh, grand announcement. The U.S. and China agree that neither country's government will conduct or knowingly support cyber-enabled theft of intellectual property, etc., etc. It is clear now if it wasn't before that she had no intention of honoring that commitment and immediately began violating it
1: yeah it's something that is as, as recently as that as 2015 that uh we all still were under the impression that uh, china's moving our direction they're going to be kind of like the united states only bigger it, it's 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 wild that we fell for that for so long it's one of the great you know, and i'm st- uh, uh naive mass hysteria movements in world history
0: well and i misstated the chinese activities in a way i said they immediately began violating it uh the justice department recently released a previously sealed indictment charging chinese nationals connected with the government for overseeing a prolific and ambitious campaign of economic espionage in the very sort of cyber criminality that, that Obama and she agreed wouldn't happen in 2015. Remember that? Well, the campaign began in 2011, continued through 2015 unabated and is going on today. So the Chinese word on anything, anything from their economic numbers to the COVID-19 to what they're doing and not doing in the cyber realm is ridiculous. And anybody who believes a word of it, it's a fool. We have breaking,
1: abusing Indians news. Breaking, abusing Indians news. Could I have Brandon the news donkey, please? Brandon, the breaking news donkey. This Do we mean is Native 10. American people or the subcontinent? Native American people. Okay. Um, The Washington Redskins became the Washington football team, and now the Cleveland Indians officially are Major League Baseball's Cleveland Guardians. They've done away with the Indians' name. Uh, Everybody assumed they are going to get rid of the logo, which is a pretty cool logo, but keep the name maybe, but they're getting rid of the name entirely. So they're going to be the Cleveland Guardians, which inspires,
0: I don't know, nothing. Of course, the Indians inspired nothing either. I mean, did it?
1: I don't know. They do the ha, wah, 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 and all that sort of stuff, right?
0: That's insulting. It's cultural appropriation. I I'm think it's
1: it. honoring and showing that you were badasses, and so our team's a badass, and that's uh, that's what the whole thing is.
0: Uh, that's who most are. There teams... any baseball teams? Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. It's just I'm uncomfortable with the Indian thing. An ethnicity is your mascot. I think it's crazy.
1: What about the I'm, Atlanta like Braves? It. Yeah, Joe. Tom- the Tomahawk chop, Chopper whatever they call it. The Kansas City Chiefs. How well, do you feel about that one?
0: Uh, the Chiefs, the leaders, uh, warriors, Braves are warriors. I'm I'm actually okay with that. Just Indians in general seems odd to me. How about redskins? <laughs> yeah, do you really have to ask? That one seems pretty silly in retrospect. Now in the realm of college uh, sports especially uh dog names are very popular. We've talked about this before. There are no baseball teams with dog names, are there? Huskies or, or bulldogs or anything like that? But so
1: I, I don't want to get away from this. So you're okay with Braves and Chiefs. Yes. Not not redskins and uh, Indians. Yeah. And I'm not super okay with Braves and Chiefs,
0: but uh, I'm really, fine with man, that,
1: I'm 100% okay with Braves and Chiefs. I think you're making a mistake as native americans if you try to erase these things that uh, call attention to your your past and and make people know about them because it'll you'll just disappear to history you won't be any more known than any other indigenous people that disappeared from any other part of the planet
0: yeah you know that's a pretty good argument because all sports franchises are are named after something that is awesome cool impressive oh, sure. tough to be admired
1: yeah you do away with the florida seminoles that's a mistake in my opinion, Florida State Seminoles, Florida's the Gators, which I don't think mm-hmm. the
0: Gators are upset. They don't seem to be.
1: How come there's no, no Comanches? Comanches were the biggest badasses, perhaps in the the history of the planet. And there have been a number of people do studies on this. Comanches, pound for pound, you know, adjusting for inflation, weaponry and all that. Probably the baddest ass people that have ever existed anywhere including your al-Qaeda, Taliban, ISIS people, you know, the Genghis Khan, anybody you want to throw in, the Comanches were absolutely top of the heap. And
0: horrifically brutal. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a combination. I actually read an article about this the other day from uh, John Keegan, who's written many books about uh, war, and um, he's a historian on these sorts of things. It was a combination of uh, the horse being introduced by the Spanish, I believe, Um, So they had their native traditions of just toughness and everything that goes with being, you know, Native American and being able to survive on the on the plains of the of the U.S. All that that they brought with being introduced to the horse by the Spaniards and the rifle by, you know, Europeans. And those three things combined make them the baddest asses ever. Um, Really quite amazing. Well, they got a fine Jeep named after them. But, yeah, right. so how come there's not a sports team that's Comanche? So that's what I thought would happen with the Cleveland Indians. You do something like that. You become the Cleveland Comanches or something, which would be nah, super never. cool.
0: Not these days. You'd never get it through. Wow. You've got to be the Guardians. And whatever week. that means.
1: What does that mean? Yeah. What's the logo going to be? They probably no, what's, introduced the what's logo. What's a
0: Brown? Do.
1: What is it with Cleveland and well, stupid sports teams? The it, Browns. Named after the owner, Paul Brown, but it is a dumb name. Please. And naming the team after your last name was a pretty – that's a heck of a move. That's a Bezos-like move right there. Yeah, yeah. Of
0: course, you know, there are a lot of dumb names. I'm going to buy a baseball
1: team, and they're going to be the Cincinnati Armstrongs, because
0: that's my name. How about the Red Sox? Just because your socks are red, you could put on blue socks tomorrow. Are you going to be the blue socks? It's and, terrible. That's
1: it. Yeah, yeah You know, you, you, actually, you kind of make a decent point. I don't think you're intending to, but you got to make a decent point that uh, th- there's hardly a more enthusiastic fan base in the world for any particular team than Red Sox, and it's a meaningless
0: uh, mascot and term, completely meaningless, so you don't yeah. really
1: need one.
0: No, no. And I remember being shocked as a, approximately an eight-year-old to realize the Cubs was a nickname. It's the uh, Chicago Major League Baseball franchise. I mean, that's the, the ball club, rather. That's the official name. So it's, it's typed in at the top of a form. That's the name of your favorite team. The rest just exists to sell you merch. Uh-huh. The Red Sox. Please. What what the hell do I care what color socks they are? Do they pitch? Do they hit? Do they field?
1: I'm kind of surprised that in the most PC city in America, uh, San Francisco, you can have the Golden State Warriors.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably vague enough. Because there's no Indian imagery anymore in their logo, is there? No. No, so it's just a warrior. Although, Make peace, not war. Make love, not war. We shouldn't be war-mongering exactly. that's what and I'm encouraging about. armed conflict. They yeah, you're right. They don't
1: allow the you know the Army recruiters to be in Berkeley and everything, so I'm surprised they there have anything that's warrior. I just, aren't, we just, aren't we just increasing the likelihood of a war? Uh, so We're sending the message
0: to the children.
1: It's the sort of soft heads that could enjoy Keith Urban at the Olympics today singing Imagine to a crowd oh. of nobody. <laughs>
0: So I'm uh, Keith Urban. I'm saying no, I'm not doing
1: that. We'll bring you, you little, can't make me <laughs> We'll bring you a little bit of that to hear what it sounded like among other news of the day. What do you think about any of this? Our text line, four one five two nine five KFTC. half the rise in COVID all across America's just three states. What are those three states? Among other things coming up.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: Ceremony of the Olympics, which has already happened, and uh, you'll watch in prime time tonight, like me probably. And one of the stupider parts of it was—didn't they bomb us in 1941? Huh? They bombed Japan? us in 1940. Yeah, they, they just,
0: bombed they us were in 1940. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa! Do forget? So that's not the, never forget. Go ahead and forget. It's fine now. So that's
1: a very effeminate Keith Urban singing. Imagine in front of the lack of a crowd there at
0: uh he wears eyeliner i just think that's weird he's there are you are so belligerent and prejudiced he's not so he's not a big he's not the rock he's not dwayne the rock johnson is that the only kind of man in your world i don't know that many dudes that wear eyeliner but he's married to a lovely woman uh who used to be married to tom cruise do the math um
1: (laughs) <laughs> so with the you singing Imagine, and I just wanted to hit you with a little of their lyrics, because I realize not everybody is aware of the lyrics of the stupid song Imagine. Here's a little bit for you. Imagine there's no heaven, it's easy if you try, no hell below us, above us only sky, okay, he's anti-religion. Imagine there's no countries, it isn't hard to do, nothing to kill or die for, and no religion too. oh yeah, because if there were no countries... People, human beings, wouldn't kill each other as tribes or clans or families or anything. That's just stupid nonsense that only a child would ever even
0: indulge. A child? Or a hippie.
1: Or a hippie.
0: (laughs) Damn dirty-footed hippies.
1: You may say I'm a dreamer. I'd say. Imagine there's no possessions. I wonder if you can. Also, just moronic just moronic and the fact that people wave their arms back and forth and sing imagine oh wouldn't it be fantastic yeah it would be fantastic if we could fly and had uh, you know x-ray vision i mean what, what, what what's our exercise that we're doing here imagine yeah. if the world was just
0: completely different right and human beings were utterly different than they've always been yes you were a child
1: yes Yes, you are a child. It's just dumb. Imagine a dumb song. And Imagine you're dumb. tigers played volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy if you try. Exactly. Might as well be exactly
0: the same thing. The oceans were full of jello, <laughs> and I could shoot lasers out my eyes. <laughs> you may say I'm a dreamer. No, right.
1: actually, the ocean being made of jello is probably more likely than human beings never... P- protecting their own possessions
0: Right, or competing for resources That sort of thing Yeah.
1: <laughs> Imagine Tiger's skateboard I mean, yeah, what is the point?
0: <laughs> right, right
1: and, and Kevin Urban with his dreamy eyes Singing the song in the crowd oh, Keith oh, yeah, Urban, Wouldn't yes. this be fantastic?
0: I'm a dreamer All right, turn it off Imagine gravity went sideways. It's easy if you try.
1: (laughs) Imagine gravity went sideways. I used to work with Kevin Urban. That was a mistake there. and A completely different story.
0: Interesting story, but a different story. Imagine Um, water was alcohol, and alcohol was water, and they were opposite. Imagine people had three arms instead of two. All right. All right. You imagine it. Imagine Tom Cruise liked
1: men, and his wife pretended, and then (laughs) married me. And I like them too. Oh,
0: wait a fine, minute. Which now. is perfectly Trafficking fine. and rumor that's and innuendo. Fine.
1: I just don't understand why they hide it. I don't understand I'm, why I'm you
0: hide it. i to be part of this show. And we've I got some, disassociate my... I disassociate.
1: We've got some news coming up, like actual information that's impactful. And our text line is four one five two nine five kftc We do need to just, like, barely touch on a COVID story. Just barely Can we do that without you turning off the radio? I hope so.
0: I'm going to explain why it's over. Oh, good. I want to hear that. Huh? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: The National Football League is warning teams that a COVID outbreak among non-vaccinated players that forces the cancellation of a game could forfeit, could result in a forfeit rather. That might mean the players do not receive pay for that week as well. A memo from the commissioner's office says the forfeit would count against the team's record for purposes of playoff seeding, waivers, and drafting. The league says more than half of its teams have vaccination rates higher than 80%. So what is that? Is that uh, an attempt to force all the teams to force their players to get vaccinated? Is that what that is?
0: You could read it that way. So, and hey, or it's a simple statement of fact. Hey. If you miss a game because a bunch of your unvaccinated guys get the vid, you forfeit. Yeah, I get. We're not going to say it's an unfortunate act of God, the COVID. We'll try okay. to reschedule the game. Unless we can easily reschedule it, you forfeit.
1: But the no pay thing, I think that's probably what's going to motivate people, right?
0: Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, that's definitely a... Uh, there are a lot of reasons you could forfeit a game, I suppose, although it hasn't happened in ages, I don't think. Uh, but yeah, the no pay will get their attention. I just uh, saw a study, uh, or a story, rather, I think it was on Daily Wire, I'm not sure, but uh, they were talking to a bunch of NFL stars who said, no, nah, I'm not getting it, man, I'm not going there. And a couple said, "And nah, I won't fault my teammates for not getting the well, vaccine. Well,
1: black men are among the lowest uh, vaccinated groups in America. Uh, along with, uh, uh, I hate the lower income. I almost said lower class. That's not the right term. Uh, lower income uh, whites also, but black men are among the most unvaccinated. A couple other COVID notes: we got several. Uh, almost half of the COVID explosion that's happening across America is three states. So if you're if in your state you're feeling like I don't know what they're talking about this COVID rebound, it's half of it's in three states. Florida, Texas, and Missouri. So if you're not in Florida, Texas, and Missouri, you're not really noticing it probably near as much.
0: No. And there are a couple of hospitals that are having uh, problems, and the doctors are like, oh, my God, not this again. I totally get that. I sympathize with it. Uh, But there's a huge clickbait element now to virtually all COVID journalism that you just you have to be aware of. They want to scare you. We got
1: this text. Our kids have started school again in Arizona. No masks.
0: I don't know how long that will
1: last. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, frequent uh, correspondent Kevin um, is talking about, uh, well, his question is, what would be the logic of a second mask mandate, which appears to be more likely than not? Um, And he says, if the vaccines are working fine, both at personal protection and preventing spread, then a mask mandate is superfluous. Vaccines are readily available to everyone, and we should not mandate a policy just to cater to those who choose to remain unvaccinated. He goes into some detail uh, in the argument, but um, and one of the things he points out is the the term cases is just not significant at all. If you have uh, SARS-CoV2 in your body, that's not the same as suffering from the disease. It's like the millions of different bacteria you have in your gut. Yeah, they're present, but they don't cause you any disease unless things get wildly out of uh, out of balance. My confusion
1: is, why is nobody telling me this but you? Because it doesn't get any clicks. No, but the, but the, why wouldn't the White House want to tell you this? Why wouldn't Jen Psaki be saying this from the podium? She got into a back and forth uh, a little bit yesterday with uh, the Fox News guy. And it seemed I was thinking at the time, I'd think, you know, if she would explain this, because he was talking about as somebody in the White House it was vaccinated and got the COVID. What's going on here? And she didn't have really an explanation.
0: and It's unbelievable. Well, the answer to your question is the same answer as to why county health officials were suddenly given sweeping powers and why they shut down everything. Why they shut down blanking golf courses where you're outdoors 100 yards from anybody else because they have one concern, only one concern, limiting the spread of COVID-19 and not getting in trouble, covering their asses in short. So they air way to the side of be careful, be afraid, be careful be afraid be careful be afraid at all times that's their go-to it's a knee jerk came across this on a uh, substack this guy writes under a pseudonym and i don't know why but i thought it was quite good seems one cannot turn on the news without being assaulted with new covid fears and threats though we've completely forgotten about summer seasonality and the surge in southern states it brings but this is a pattern same as last year part of long-standing hope simpson seasonal ebb and flow Using it to score cheap political points because you happen to hate Florida is manipulative mendacity. Using it to push new mandates and restrictions is, in the face of the data, ridiculous. That data is good, not bad. Delta is far less dangerous than prior variants despite spreading a bit better. Cases is a meaningless number when one is using oversensitive PCR testing with no symptomatic conform as a positive. This guy's from the world of medicine, so he gets a little technical at times. Uh, the long, long story short, just because you have the thing in your body but no symptoms doesn't mean you're sick. Vaccines are working. Natural immunity is built up as well and works better than vaccinated immunity. That's, you know, up for debate. But together with a somewhat less dangerous variant, we're seeing sharp drops in the metrics anyone should care about. Deaths are way down from last year. Hospitalization's way down. This is the sign of a pandemic ending. I hope he's right.
1: I'm telling you, there's not one in 1,000 people that know that you can test positive for COVID when you've been vaccinated, that um, that's normal. Yeah, not one in one thousand people know that. Would be my guess. Maybe not one in ten thousand people.
0: Yeah. How the more I yeah, think about right. it,
1: not one in a million people. That's not the way it's being portrayed at all.
0: Why don't you just jump to one in a hundred million and we can be done with this?
1: <laughs> That's not the way it's being portrayed at all, including from the podium and from the government.
0: So there I, I, is a belief, and it may be at least partially correct, that they have to dumb down the messaging to the point of a, a, a drooling halfwit. Yeah, but this Otherwise, is not, people will become confused. But this is
1: counterproductive in this case, that dumbing down the message is making it worse because people like me who are kind of half paying attention because I've been done with COVID for so long. Ever since I got my vaccine, I've kind of checked out of the whole COVID thing. Um I just thought. I thought it meant that you know you would never test positive for COVID. You couldn't get it in your body. Into that, I didn't know that it got into your body and could test positive. Mm-hmm. That's news to me. So uh, why wouldn't they want to tell us that? Dumbing it down is going the opposite direction. So when people hear, oh, the, this number of people who had the vaccination have tested positive for COVID, they get worried about it.
0: Yeah, B- a beautiful example of the old expression: too smart by half, too clever by half. They think they're going to outsmart us, but they just they, partly because they're beltway elite, they they're not nearly as smart as they think they are. So Jen Psaki needs
1: to say up stand up there and say, "No, that's the way it works. That's the way the whole that's the way a vaccine works. You get the vaccine and then when you come in contact with the covid, yeah, you'll have it in your body
0: and you'll test positive for it, but it doesn't mean you have it, have it. Yeah, it'll never get to the point of making you sick. Well, it's, I'm sorry, it's extremely rare that it will get to the point of making you sick or die, or you have so much virus, you start shedding it and giving it to other people. That's extremely rare. They need to explain that. I don't think think they can trust
1: us. Apparently.
0: No, and, and I would argue that this is also a, a beautiful example of squeezing uh, too hard and, and then the stuff going out between your fingers. They think they can cleverly manipulate us with oversimplified messaging, not share the truth. But. There is a limit to how long humans and and we're all and I'm talking to you folks we're all uh, witnesses to this there's a limit to how long humans can put up with this sort of maybe reasonable but doesn't seem to be set of restrictions and taking away our liberty and and cruelly abusing the children based on stupid dumbed down you know communication from a government that doesn't believe we can be trusted
1: 100, there are 1,613 U.S. athletes in Tokyo. The opening ceremony just happened a little bit ago. You'll watch it tonight. There are 613 U.S. athletes. 100 say they're not vaccinated. Well, with the way the COVID is bouncing around Tokyo, they're going to end up with COVID. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And at their age, they'll almost certainly be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just surprised for all kinds of different reasons that they didn't make it mandatory that you be vaccinated to be on the Olympic team. Uh, this is bouncing around, uh, guide to how to protect yourself from the Delta variant. And it's a two step process. It's a picture. You know, it's like how to put on your seatbelt in the airport or airplane or whatever. It's a picture. You take the earplug and then you put it in your ear. That's how you protect yourself from the COVID variant. Take the earplug, put it in your (laughs) ear. So you don't have to hear about it. Hear about the scariants? Hear about the scariants. I, you know, we've probably done this three times on the Armstrong and Getty show over the last 25 years and I just don't remember it. But I don't remember ever doing the 10 cannots, uh, usually attributed to Lincoln, but it's incorrect. And I just came across it on on Tim Sandifer's Twitter feed, the 10 cannots. Oh, that it's... reminds me.
0: We're talking to Tim in like uh, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'll be darned. Looking um, forward to it.
1: The 10 cannots, usually attributed to Lincoln, a good way to craft society in your own life. We'll hit you with First that. First of all, the square cannot.
0: <laughs> then the, uh, Double cannot.
1: Um, And a bunch of other things. What uh, what do you know about the COVID, the Delta variant, or getting it and you got the vaccine or whatever? Maybe you're smart too. Text line is 415 295 KFTC.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: This is some fancy piano playing during the opening ceremony of the Olympics, which uh, just ended a little bit ago. It's clearly fancy piano playing. It is fancy. A little dissonant for my taste. Uh, the New York Times has been uh, writing about the opening ceremony, and somebody wrote this. For those not watching, some guys dressed in blue and white with their heads encased in giant ping pong balls, covered in felt, just enacted what appeared to be every single Olympic sport. And I saw a picture and a little video of it, and it looks pretty darn cool. So, all right, I'll watch the opening ceremony and uh, and enjoy that myself. Excellent. So, I'm calling an audible here because we had something else we were going to do—the ten canots. But we are talking to Tim
0: Omaha, S- Omaha.
1: We are uh, talking to Tim Sand for an hour three, and we're probably going to get into uh, some of uh, the same sort of stuff. So, I thought I would bring you this, which this is a heck of a good tease. I should have teased it an hour ago because I would have stayed tuned for this neuroscientists tell us the first things they do every morning for peak brain health. Oh, that's
0: what I need. We'll have that for you coming up right now. I Somebody get, ought to share this list with Joe Biden.
1: I didn't get a chance to do it. I mean, I don't know, it might be too late for him. Anyway, you got a couple of neuroscientists. They got, they got PhDs and they've written books and all this different sort of stuff. Neuroscientists, uh, brain scientists. What do they do in the morning or don't do in the morning? Uh, here's one of them saying he does not set an alarm. One of the worst things you can do to your nervous system is wake up to a blazing alarm, he says. If you can't wake up without one, he recommends opting for a relaxing tone or a chili pad, which he uses to ensure his body wakes up on time. It's something you sleep on top of, and it changes the temperature in your bed so that it warms you up and it wakes you up very
0: gently. Wow. I have a pleasing little jingly tone that wakes me up in the morning. I agree. It's probably not good for you. I wake up to that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every
1: day of my life.
0: (laughs) That's great. That's perfect.
1: Probably why I am the way I am. Uh, Another neuroscientist said uh, you need to find time for a few minutes of meditation in the mornings. I I don't doubt that that's fantastic. uh, I'm at that point in my life where just to have to accept various things about me, I'm never going to do that. I, mm. I would love to. I've attempted it many times, but it just, the idea of, of getting up early enough to allow time for that is not going to happen to this human. I wish it could. I know people that meditate for a freaking hour every morning. Oh. And they say, oh, it's made all the difference in our lives. I'm sure it does. I don't doubt that sitting alone quiet with your thoughts for an hour before you jump into the day is not great for, for all kinds of reasons, but it just ain't going to happen with me. Uh, Never start the day with caffeine, says this neuroscientist. Shut up! Instead, she hydrates with two 8-ounce glasses of H2O. Start the the day with shutting up! (laughs) How about a full-sized cup of who asked you? Another neuroscientist says they eat their breakfast. Her breakfast? Okay, I guess women can be neuroscientists, too. They eat her breakfast, which doesn't happen first thing in the morning. She reaches foods to... she reaches for foods to support her intestinal microbiome because the gut impacts the brain. So, eating the Hell right yeah. food that's going to support your biome. All right, does see. she mention any? Or? It doesn't. All
0: right. That's not very helpful.
1: She says you need to have the right vitamins and everything like that. Okay. Well, I'll have to look that up, I suppose. Oh, fruits, vegetables, legumes, whole grains, nuts, and seeds.
0: Yes. I'm going to go the smoothie lifestyle. Honey, are you listening? Go buy one of them. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, that uh, blender you got? Nazi? No, ninja. Jeez, what the <laughs>
1: ninja? Nazi? The ninja blender, Ni- sweetheart. Nazi blender is not a thing. Ninja
0: Jesus. blender. You, you have spent the entire show trying to end our career. <laughs> no,
1: what, what is the matter I'm with not, you? I'm not, I'm not. I just I, I get mixed up on my
0: words. Um, I used to drink a fruit smoothie. <laughs> don't, don't suggest your son dress as a Nazi for Halloween. Make sure, maybe you go home, you practice the difference between ninjas and Nazis to make sure there's no, you know, mix up.
1: Which one sneaks up at you in the night and does kung fu? Oh. Nazis? Boy. No, not
0: Nazis. Oh, boy.
1: Um, uh, I used to drink a fruit smoothie every single morning. I did that for many, many, many years. I don't know why I stopped. I like the idea of it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Damn it. I'm doing it. I always felt Just gonna good.
0: get my biome straight.
1: Uh, and another uh, PhD in neuroscience said, get moving for at least an hour in the morning. Running, Pilates, rowing. There's another one of those things that I just have to accept I'm not going to do. I wish I was one of those people, but I'm not. Driving to work well, every single day of my life, I see the people out in the dark, jogging and everything. I think it's awesome to be you. It's awesome that you can get up an hour early and not just... <laughs> <laughs> do it like I've done so many times. Turn off your alarm and think tomorrow I will. I didn't get enough sleep this time. And yeah. then just, you know, give up on it.
0: Well, getting up at O Dark 30 is at least half an excuse, although yeah. I have known people who, yeah. you know, do it nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you gotta know your limitations. This is why
0: nobody wants neuroscientists at their parties.
1: They're a drag they lecturing are. you all the time. You eat legumes. Um, You said you came across a, uh, you said during the commercials you came across an interesting COVID nugget. Yes, indeed. It would have been the
0: perfect end of my previous screed, in which it's clear to me that 75, 85, maybe more, higher percentage of messaging on COVID right now is either so dumbed down as to be useless or it is clickbait. The testing they use is called PCR testing to detect COVID within you. As I've made clear, we've been discussing, you can have a case and be perfectly fine. Because your your immune system is all geared up for it. It will never allow uh, there to be enough virus. It won't uh, replicate enough to make you sick or make you highly contagious. Your immune system will kill it first. So, yes, you can be positive, but you're not a danger to yourself or anybody else, really. Secondly... PCR tests, this sensitive as they're using, pick up huge swaths of non-clinical virus. Let me explain. It's probably reporting triple the amount of actual clinical cases. Recent study found that 31% of positive samples contained live infective virus, just 31 percent of positive cases of kids under 10 that tested positive 81 percent had no live virus okay this... test lots of kids you'll find lots of positives that have no infectivity no significance
1: okay well more people know to need to know
0: this case is not a cases rather is not a meaningful metric when you, looking at an endemic virus, this has always been and remains lunacy and medical malpractice, N- writes this doctor.
1: Okay, just in case you're barely paying attention or or day, doze off or whatever, this is this is pretty big news. So, any headline you're seeing today about the number of positive cases in America is a meaningless statistic.
0: Well, it's it's nearly meaningless. If if there were a suddenly if it went from thirty five thousand to five million. Well, then something might be going on. But, yeah, cases is a meaningless metric, especially with a significant portion of the population either fully vaccinated, partially vaccinated, or has natural immunity.
1: Yeah, and that's like 80% of us. Right, right. These tests
0: are way oversensitive.
1: That's really interesting stuff. So the Cleveland Indians changed their names to the Cleveland Guardians? Week. I just saw their logo, and it looks to me that at least part of it was so that they could have it, it looks exactly the same. So they spelled Guardians the same way as they spelled Indians, and it ends mm. the same way with the same mm. swoosh underneath it. So I think part of it was just to try to, like, kind of hang on to the same look for the name,
0: which is yeah. weird. You know, what we haven't discussed is the new NHL team, the Seattle Kraken. Now, there's a nickname. Uh, Somebody
1: on the Cleveland uh, Guardians texted, Cleveland security guards might have a nationwide fan base of people who have a crappy job. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland mall cops. You know, if I'm a Cubs fan, that's what I call them. Or whatever. Guardians.
0: What? Like if Pittsburgh invades Cleveland, is the baseball team going to rush to the ramparts and start firing arrows at the, the, the rogue Pittsburghians? Or what? Guardians. What a silly name. Of course, my favorite team is named after baby bears, and/or my favorite West Coast team is named after those with pituitary gland problems who <laughs> who have giantism.
1: Do you want to know who lit the torch at the Olympic ceremony? I don't. It's supposed to be a surprise and exciting, but now I know. So that's one of the reasons the Olympics is not as fun as it used to be. There are no surprises, no drama.
0: I'm guessing um, Sadahora O, the great home run hitter of the '70s. No. No,
1: um, We're going to talk to Tim Sander for Tim the Lawyer, fan favorite, in Hour 3. If you don't get that, go to armstrongandgetty.com and join the podcast. We always have a good discussion with him.
0: Armstrong and Getty.